What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode nine of the Box Office Beatdown Show. This is the show where we just uh, name off the top five opening weekends box office for the weekend. I am joined by my co-host for the Box Office Beatdown Show from YouTube, uh, Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? Good, how are you? I am doing really well. Happy Easter. Yes, happy Easter, everyone. Yes, yes, yes. Um, how have your week? How has your weekend been? I know you was like, uh, you <laughs> not in town, not in your I'm town. Not. Had a special weekend. I saw a couple of photos. So tell us. <laughs> Certainly. So I traveled to Salt Lake City to go to a Fan X, uh, formerly known as Salt Lake Comic Con, until they got sued by San Diego. Uh, <laughs> and so now it's Fan X, but I got to meet Zachary Levi, which was wonderful. Did a little Tangled inspired pose with him. Um, <laughs> also, the the panel was great. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad you had a good time. I was definitely jealous when I saw all the photos, but I am glad you had a you had a fun time. Yeah. Um, all right, so we have episode nine this weekend of the box office. Very interesting week. Very very interesting yeah, weekend. Um, so we had this weekend we had the opening releases of the Curse of La Llorona, uh, Breakthrough, Penguins, and Kalenk, and a couple of other pre little small releases yeah. like Under the Silver Lake and Little Woods, uh, movies like that. And so let's get started. The weekend of uh, uh, April 19th, 2019. Larry, what do we have at number one? So coming in in the top spot is The Curse of La Llorona, which opened with $26.5 million here domestically and a total gross of $56.5 million worldwide. All of that coming off of a pretty tiny $9 million budget. And it received a B minus cinema score, which mm. for a horror film is actually pretty okay, especially when you look at the critical score. Uh, a B minus is actually not too bad, so it'll mm -hmm. be interesting to see if that helps it. But with a nine million dollar budget, anything after this weekend is just gravy on the top. Honestly, <laughs> it's yeah. already made its money that it needs to make, and. Um, yeah, that's right in line with our predictions. I know I predicted last week a $25 million opening, and yours was a little bit higher at that $30 million, yeah. but it came in right between us. So we were we were in the ballpark. $26 million, I guess. Uh, very, so I was honestly surprised that it made this much, just considering how the marketing was um, leading up. Because last week I looked at, I was at it, I was looking at it at a different, different perspective. But then going throughout the week, I'm thinking, I was like, I don't know how that La Llorona is gonna do because the marketing was not all so strong with it. You know, uh, we, yeah. it, it wasn't heavily marketed like like this, like say the Nun and Annabelle, since this is a part of the same universe. Um, I get, and then I guess, uh, but I guess it did really did pretty good. Uh, and that's the thing about these kind of movies is that like, if they're not so well, that they're not so good or well received, um, most of these are on a small budget and they had this at a very, very minimal budget. They probably had a feeling that it wouldn't make as much as the nun or Annabelle. So they had it at 9 million. I know, I know the nun, I know the nun and Annabelle, they get a little bit of a higher budget, um yeah. so it's very um yeah i guess this is a, this is a good win for warner brothers and that whole universe once again probably will probably get a sequel um with this <laughs> yeah. with, with this number of somehow uh, you know some way so very interesting 
Yeah, I know that tracking and studio expectations were somewhere around like 15 to 17 million. So they have to be very happy with how it opened up this weekend. Right. Yeah. So, you know, definitely, definitely a pretty good win for Warner Brothers and the uh, Conjuring universe. Uh, What do we get for number two? So speaking of Warner Brothers, although they are knocked out of the number one spot this week, it's still nice that they held it. Um, But coming in at number two, finally falling out of the top spot is Shazam. And that brought in $17.3 million. And it dropped a tiny little 29.1% in its third week of release. So that brings Shazam's overall totals up to $121.3 million domestic and $322.8 million worldwide. Worldwide, So it has crossed over 300 million worldwide, which was kind of the key mark of making money for this film. So it's over mm-hmm. that. It doesn't it's not really showing too many signs of slowing down, except next weekend. Obviously, Ooh. it's probably going to see a big <laughs> drop, um, but it's nice that it had this small drop right before. Listen, we'll get to a big drop in a minute. <laughs> Because yeah. yikes. Um, all right. Yeah, Shazam, uh 17 mil, I guess is pretty good going up against uh one um going going up against a new release. I guess that's pretty good for what it did. It didn't it had like less of a theater count, but only by a hundred plus theaters. Uh so 121 million uh domestic world worldwide you said three hundred. So I guess that's pretty good for a film like this. I certainly think they, they probably didn't see this movie making that much back. Yeah. But hey, another good way, another good um good coming coming of age story for the DC universe um yeah. with this Especially with this little the, film yeah the massive success of aquaman to at least get a moderate success is still i think a pretty good sign yeah and it seems like so it seems like uh as of right now they're making it seems like they're making uh all the right steps i know they're gonna kill it when um birds of prey comes out um (laughs) and i know and i'm and i'm hoping the joker does really well because it just looks really interesting and it's coming out in a time where not much competition is going to be up against it you know so you know it's very it's very interesting to see how they do uh, you know how they do the rest of these upcoming movies that come out so very interesting so, um, all right, what do we get for number three? So number three is actually one of two Wednesday releases for the week. Uh, so number three is Breakthrough, which is actually Disney's first distribution of a Fox film since uh, d- uh, acquiring Fox. Mm-hmm. So a Breakthrough for the three-day weekend debuted with $11.1 million, and for its full five-day weekend, it came in with 14.6 million. So this film has an A cinema score, which was to be pretty expected. And overall, worldwide, it's up to 20.5 million. I'm actually wondering if the estimations, especially for the for today, Sunday, Easter Sunday, mm-hmm. might be just a tad low. I wouldn't be shocked if this one came in, maybe not dramatically above what the estimation is, but I wouldn't be surprised if it bumped up just a little bit tomorrow when we get the actual numbers. Yeah. But uh, a pretty solid opening, maybe not quite the breakout that um, could have been expected, but still obviously not bad. Hey, I think um yeah, I I definitely agree. But I think I I think still with a movie like this coming in at number three, um in, in the um in the top five, it's just pretty good, especially yeah. with what it was going up against. And um yeah, I think I think for what these movies are, they do make a good amount of change. 
and stuff. So I'm I'm sure that I'm sure the budget was very very low with this yes. film because when I saw the trailers, I only saw two locations: a hospital and a lake. So, <laughs> uh, so I mean, I don't think this movie had that big of a budget. Probably the same budget around as like around um what was five feet apart. Um, yeah. I can't wait to watch. I can't wait to watch that movie again. But um, but yeah, probably around the same budget. I I I would say for a movie no like real this, big stars. Yeah, Matt, we know her from uh, This Is Us, but that's about it. So no yeah. big stars. Yeah, it's. I don't. I agree with you. The budget had to have been really small. Mm-hmm. It's a I nice, know they had nice little win to start off the Fox Disney uh, acquisition. Right. I know they had um also the cast had like Mike Coulter from yeah. uh you know his from the um Luke Cage. You know, show so that's interesting, but um, yeah, I guess 11 million for what this the total gross was 14 million, so I guess so. In that three days, they made three million, which is still uh pretty good for the most part. Um, well, just about because I know they had this wasn't like did they have didn't they have like a limited release a couple weeks ago as well? Uh, not believe. that I'm aware of, they might have, yeah. So, um, I guess it's pretty good. So, all right, number four. The number four spot, I kind of saw this coming, with which what oh. is coming out this year. Um, what do we yes. get? Yes. So number four is actually Captain Marvel, which brought in 9.1 million, and that is actually a 6% increase from last weekend, despite losing 322 theaters. So in its seventh week of release, it actually went up, leading into Endgame. This weekend also marks Captain Marvel jumping over that 400 million dollar domestic gross it's now up to 400.02 so still a little bit from 400.1 but it's Mm -hmm. over 400 million it's the seventh marvel film to top 400 million domestic and then worldwide it's closing in on 1.1 billion but it's currently sitting at 1.089 billion so very interesting stuff to see a movie in its seventh week of release jump uh despite losing 300 plus theaters but leading into endgame everybody's doing their marathons they're playing their catch-up if they haven't yep. seen captain marvel yet they're rushing yep. out to go see it uh, or just to get excited even if you've already seen it and you're like really pumped can't wait for endgame people are going out to catch captain marvel so pretty cool to see it actually jump uh in the total this weekend also, 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 what it could be. Um, sorry, guys, that that you got the hearing of my me bumping my headphone. But um, <laughs> also, a lot of people probably just liked seeing the end credit scene because you know, let's see that scene one more time in a massive theater before yeah. we go see this big movie and stuff. And that was on that was one of the big reasons why I wanted to go see Captain Marvel to begin with was just the end credit scene. We all, I mean, that's why we that's why most of us want to go see it just to see how this story continues the same way with ant-man and the wasp all every every single person i spoke to was just like yeah the end credit scene what's gonna happen instead of focusing on the actual movie but um i see i i think that could be a thing as well as why this boost of course like you said people who are marathoning people who want to get excited for end game it's literally a couple days away i can't believe oh. we're already here um i can't believe we're already here i, I remember that day like couple weeks ago when I was scrummaging to get my tickets. Uh, when, are, <laughs> when are you uh, seeing it? Um, I am seeing it 6 p.m., I believe, on, on Thursday. Thursday. 
I don't know how you snag those. Like <laughs> Alex, Alex and I were like, it was like we. Oh uh, gosh, I mean, it, it was a nightmare though. That day a, to get tickets was a nightmare. <laughs> it, it's crazy because I I should have taken the day off or something, and then went to the actual theater and did it right there instead of doing it on the app where it was crashing. Because I was trying to do it through AMC oh, and it was crashing, and then yeah, all the other all the other big theaters around me they was just crashing as well and or they were crowded so we're seeing it early morning on friday Friday. so you have a whole night of just anticipation and dying inside (laughs) but i'll have a whole night as well of not looking at social media because that's when the bulk of everyone's gonna see it so i'm i'm I'm, I'm going to bed early at like 7 p.m or something (laughs) the the media's at all costs (laughs) it's just gonna be it's just gonna be a mess but i'm excited and i think and i think uh i think this coming out this weekend definitely had a little boost for captain marvel uh we were we were talking about it a few weeks ago about how um people continued right and how people liked liked the whole idea hey let's see captain marvel like four and then so that we we can get ready for endgame at seven you know which is which is you know not not bad if you have the time i just don't have the time to do all that but um (laughs) it's exciting the 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 atmosphere everyone's getting excited for endgame this weekend so good on captain marvel for crossing that 400 million dollar mark uh domestically and then 1.1 billion worldwide definitely didn't see that coming for captain marvel but good good for it all right so Number five. So rounding out our top five is Little, which brought in $8.5 million in its second weekend, having a 45% drop. So that brings the total up to $29.4 million domestic and $34.2 million worldwide. So a pretty good hold. A good thing I noticed just across the board was most of our films in the top 10 actually held really well. So people mm. must have been going to the movies for that. I will talk about a couple that didn't hold so well. <laughs> but there's a lot of like 20%, 30% holds here. So 45% pretty positive overall for Little. Held on to a top five position, though Captain Marvel did jump over it. Um, but it's still a good a good second weekend for that film. I uh, totally agree. Good for little. I still haven't seen it. Um, I'll probably I'll probably end up waiting because there's just so much stuff I have to do this weekend. But um, <laughs> yeah, good good for this movie. Uh, forty five percent drop in its second weekend, especially with what it was going up against. Um, you know, a lot of people a lot of people are heading out to see it. So um, very happy to see the good number yeah. eight eight million dollars in the second weekend. All right, so that is our top five. Yeah. Um, so just taking so, a look, let's talk yeah. about the other debut. Uh, of course, we had Kalank, which I am not familiar with. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. that debuted with 1.25 million. Um, so good on it. <laughs> I can't talk much more about it because I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Yeah, you and I. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, when I was going down the list, I was like, I was like, what? Kal- what? <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah. But one I do know about is Disney Nature's Penguins debuted with a three-day weekend of 2.3 million and then a five-day 3.3 million. So unfortunately, that's actually the lowest Disney Nature release to date. Uh, came in at number 12, but it did get an A Cinema score. Um, again, maybe there's a possibility that Easter helps bump it just a tad when the actuals come in. I don't know how much it can help though. And then Earth Day is tomorrow, but I don't really know. Do people do people other than like nature environment nerds like me care about mm-hmm. Earth Day? <laughs> 
do they yeah. know when Earth Day even is? I don't know. Uh, I know always when Earth Day is, but I don't know how many people out there remember Earth Day. Um, but that's tomorrow, so I don't know. Maybe it can have a decent little Monday. But as we kind of talked about last week, Disney, uh, they have this subsidiary, but I don't think they ever anticipate really making money on these Disney nature films, um, certainly. And of course, nature documentaries, they cost, all of their cost comes in people's times because people like are out in that wilderness for years just setting up that camera for like two or three years, just filming the same kind of areas every day, all day. <laughs> So it's all about equipment cost and then just the people and their time and then throw in a couple pennies to the narrator. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's so it definitely cost them a whole lot to produce either. <clears throat> that's definitely what I noticed as well. Also, um, looking back at it, I'm glad Missing Link didn't take such a big drop yeah, in its second Link. weekend. So that was actually, other than Captain Marvel, which increased, uh, mm -hmm. Missing Link had the smallest actual drop. It only dropped a tiny little 26.5%, which is fantastic. Uh, so it brought in a total of 4.4 million, and its new total is 12.9, but it did leapfrog over two of the weekend's other new releases. So it was able to hold much better. Uh, well, then let's just talk about it. Then Hellboy, <laughs> uh, which plummeted, which just sunk like a rock, dropped 68% for 3.8 million this weekend. Total is at 19.7 million, and I don't think it's released worldwide yet. I mean, that's terrible, but we kind of um, called it last week. Yeah, I, listen, I, I mean, I wasn't expecting this big of a drop, <laughs> but, um, but I, I, I just never got the sense of excitement with this film. I finally saw it on Tuesday. Yikes, it was awful. Um, and I, I, but I, I just noticed that there's just not this, like, no one asked for this movie. No one, after watching it, no one really wanted it. After hearing all the negative views, I, I, negative reviews, I'm sure a bunch of people was like, oh, I knew that movie was going to be awful. Now I don't have to worry about it and stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. this drop in the 10th spot, like, in its second yeah. weekend, and it's a big budget, $50 million film. Um, they definitely wanted this to be a big thing and you know spawned oh, yeah. a new a new franchise it ain't doing that i mean unless the studio like i said last week unless they're stubborn as hell and, <laughs> and, and, and they just want to know we're doing this hellboy too i don't care what what they thought about the first one but um yeah. i don't know like interesting uh pet cemetery you and i b both talked about that last week about how you know the curse of la llorona was gonna affect the horror kind of audience so it definitely saw a 50 percent drop wow. in its and third it's weekend week. so uh, i mean we, so, we kind of yeah. called that a little bit too and then after was another mm -hmm. huge drop it dropped off not as big as hellboy but it's still Good. Saw a 58 percent drop uh for 2.5 million what's interesting to me is that overseas it seems to be doing okay uh this after movie so it made 2.5 million domestic this weekend, which may, brings it up to 10.4 million domestic total, but worldwide it's up to 26.4 million, so it's over double its domestic. Uh, so apparently, some foreign audiences are digging it to a point because uh, <laughs> it's making more overseas, but a big drop for after. Yeah, we talked about I mean, good. Cemetery. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, 
I I mean, with this after movie, I I feel like there was a time and a place for these kind of movies, and now like two thousand nine, uh, we've moved, we're 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 slowly trying to move on from these kind of films. Um, that's why like movies like this and Midnight Sun do not work. Like, stop yeah. with these kind of movies. They don't look good. Like, save it for Netflix or something. Yeah. Drop it on Netflix. Um, and then they'll happily accept it. But as far as in theaters, like movie theaters now, there's a there's just better, there's more there's a lot more quality, I would say, out there than say two thousand nine. Uh, you know, as far as block blockbusters go, and it seems like more writers and directors are taking more care of the, you know, um romantic romantic comedy or just the romantic drama kind of category, um, other than how it was back in those like those Renaissance yeah. years where we saw Twilights and this and that and and all that stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I there's a time and a place for these movies and it ain't twenty nineteen. So I'm just I'm, happy that Missing Link jumped over all of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Missing exactly. Link held on better and leapfrogged them all. Exactly. Um, totally but we talked about Pet Cemetery, so this week that should cross over fifty million, but it wasn't able to do it this weekend. Hit a fifty percent drop. Another one though is us that saw a thirty seven point four percent drop, which isn't horrible, but it was able to pass a hundred and seventy million domestic so congrats there it's now up to 245.7 million worldwide so good for us and then dumbo also crossed a mile uh milestone so dumbo made 6.8 million which was a small finally dumbo had a small drop at 27.7 percent but that does get it up to 101 million dollars so it was able to get over the century mark that 100 million and worldwide it was able to get over 300 million for a new 307.8 million worldwide total right um yeah i pretty good weekend as far as for the box office well for the most part for most yeah, for most films weekend. a lot of weird drops from really tiny even increase for captain marvel all the way to almost 70 percent plummets <laughs> after next week i'm gonna try to after next week i'm gonna try to get into all my indie movies because i really do want to see i do want to see little woods with tessa thompson and her smell with um elizabeth Elizabeth Moss and you know all these indie and then um, indie movie if you want to so PSA to everyone if you are looking to go see Teen Spirit you better find it fast Uh, (laughs) they expanded Bleecker Street expanded that to 696 theaters this weekend Mm -hmm. and it brought in 250,000 which was only $360 per theater and that's not the worst per theater average ever, but it's in the top twi- top 25 worst of all time. So, Al uh, Fanning did not bring people in, apparently. Yeah. Also, Silver Lake opened in two locations, but see, it's about to go on home demand, uh, like on demand at the home uh, platforms. Is on it the really? Yeah, so this coming Wednesday, you'll be able to access well, it on your you on demand. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Cause I'm like, I want to get after after the whole hype of Endgame and preparing and all the shows that we have to do for Endgame. I definitely want to get back into the uh, my my indie theaters to see some of these um to see some of these you know indie films. I'm a huge I love my indie films. Like I still want to check out High Life and I want to check out Her sure. Smell, Little Woods. Um, I I I'm probably gonna have to check out the Best of Enemies before it's gone because this is movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, sixty nine percent drop in its third weekend is ridiculous. Uh, I mean. Um, it's, it, I don't even know if it can make ten million at the yeah. box office. I mean, uh-huh. it is 
falling hard. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's trying. It's trying to pat the little engine it's is trying to really go. Really trying, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, and that little money, I mean, it only made six hundred and ten thousand dollars in over a thousand theaters this weekend. Woo! Yeah, it's no bueno. Um, all right, so let is get into next week. <laughs> we yeah. have been we've been talking about this next weekend. We have been, you know. You know, saying our predictions, thinking about it, looking at all. I keep going back in my AMC app to see how many theaters are sold out Thursday and Friday <laughs> and Saturday. Um, so I'll I'll be seeing Avengers Endgame. Uh, I'll be seeing it Friday, and then I'll be seeing it again with some family on Sunday. Um, okay. Same. This is that's how I did. That's how I did last year with um with Infinity War. I, I saw I saw it Thursday and then I saw it again Saturday. This this year be Friday and Sunday. Um. All right. Let's get in some predictions for Avengers Endgame. Tracking had it at two hundred fifty million, but I do not think it's going to be at two hundred fifty million. Uh, where do you see it coming in at? So I'm going to go two eighty five. Two eighty five. I. See, I I don't want to under... Last year, I underestimated the mood. I underestimated Infinity War hard. And I said... Oh. So when I said... I said, I was like, there's no way it's going to make as much as The Force Awakens because of that beast that was behind The Force Awakens and the amount of marketing they put behind it. That was Disney's first Star Wars film. So they wanted to really like push that and push the narrative that you have to go see this new era of Star Wars. Uh, and, and it worked. Um, I, I, last year I was like Infinity War. I said, I said like 230, 225. Um, it made 250. Was it 255 the final number last year? Uh, so right around 250 somewhere. I can't yeah. remember the exact number. So this year, I don't, I know everyone is like, oh, it's going to pass 300. I, I don't, I don't want to say that it can't, but listen, <laughs> I've never, but I've never heard of a movie that has crashed so many websites. Um, I've never heard of a film that literally, like, everyone was trying to get a ticket all at once. It became this kind of phenomenon, like, my girlfriend heard about it on her, on her new, the news was talking about it, how many, how, like, how much, like, like how big it was it was getting with with when tickets went on sale my mother was calling me to get tickets and my mom never calls me to get tickets but she called me that day when they went on sale and she was like hey did you get our tickets yet i was like what tickets mom the hell are you talking about she was like avengers i was like what since when are you like pressuring me to get tickets but because <laughs> that's because she saw the news and they were talking about how like Sites are already crashing. Theaters are selling. <laughs> theaters are selling out. So I cannot underestimate this this beast of Avengers again. So I'm gonna go. I don't know. I'm gonna go two ninety, two ninety five. Okay. I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna go a little higher. I yeah. still don't think three hundred, but I'm gonna go two ninety, two ninety five. I know it gets so appetizing to do it just because. I mean, it sold five times as many. Yeah. <laughs> Infinity War in the first week of pre-sale of five times, and Infinity War opened to two hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, of course, it can't make five times the actual amount, but I know I'm like uh, I don't want to go as high as three hundred because I just I mean that is quite the feat. I mean I I don't doubt that it can do it, but I, I was like. I don't know. I like to play it conservative most of the time. <laughs> I know. So do I. But that's what I. That's what I keep doing every year. Black Panther. I was like, oh, 120, 130 Black Panther. Like, that shit was like 205. <laughs> I said, what? 
it. Um, I, I've underestimated movies way too much <laughs> in my head. <laughs> so I am done underestimating films. Um, I underestimated Endgame. I, because honestly, I remember a couple of weeks on the world show when I was talking with Alex and how we were talking about, um, there was like a TV spot that they, well, like a new, after like that, that the second trailer they dropped, I was telling him how, I was like, hey, man, do you see, like, maybe this movie won't be as, won't make as much as Infinity War because they've kind of toned down the marketing, although they are marketing, but they toned down what they're showing in the trailers and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, I don't hear that big of a buzz, this and that, I don't think there's that much of a need for Endgame with the audience like there was Infinity War, and then that, that ticket, that ticket drop day shut me, shut, shut my ass up, I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> This is this yeah. is this is still big and people still give a shit and people people care and people are gonna people want to know what's happening. I think people are just trying to get they wanted to get through Ant Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel and this is what they want. This is the film that they've been waiting for for an entire year when they all when when Marvel crushed our hearts with all these characters and stuff like that. So I'm not gonna underestimate Endgame. I'm excited to see it finally. Um, and I'm excited to talk about it, and I can't wait to see how much it makes. I know it's gonna be bonkers money, you know. Yeah, I mean, it just yeah, it's gonna be insane. I know. I need to see if I can get people to go see it with me again that weekend. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Um, it's definitely one of those films where watching it the first time with an audience is gonna be fun. I know. I know my theater. My theater sold out where I'm seeing it. So even at like 10, we're seeing it at 9 a.m. and it's sold out. So I mean, it's gonna be crazy. So um. <laughs> Well, all right, that is episode nine of the Box Office Beatdown Show. Thank you, thank you, everyone, for joining us. Next week will be episode 10, and if all things go well, it'll be uh, me, uh, Larry, and YouTube Sean Chandler will be on the show to talk some box office and talk the big Avengers weekend. I'm so excited for that episode because we're going to be talking about how much the movie made. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, Larry, let everyone know where they can find you. Certainly, you can find me on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram, all at LC Screen Talk. Can't wait to see Avengers, get my review for that one up. Um, this week, I'm also finally seeing Longshot. Uh, they've had a million and one screenings for it, but they for, have. for one reason or another, I just haven't been able to attend any of them yet. So, uh, hopefully this Wednesday nothing happens and I'll be seeing Longshot and having that review up as well. They've had a lot of screenings for that and Booksmart, and I've haven't I haven't been able to go to either of them. Yeah, Booksmart so if, is if, screening um, tomorrow, so I'm having to miss that too. Yeah, so if Booksmart and Longshot, if I get those screenings again, then I'm definitely gonna try to check those out. And I think they added a lot of those screenings because of the reception from the South by Southwest when they showed. So yeah. I def I definitely want to see those, but. All right, everyone, and thank you guys for joining us for episode nine. Stay tuned next week for episode 10, our big 10th episode. 10 weeks doing this show, Larry. Thank you so much for all Ooh. of all. <laughs> and uh, all right, guys, that is Larry. My name is Dwayne. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>